some. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Yes, Have Some podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg. Welcome to the show. Joining me, as always, my co-hosts, Abigail Gardner. Hey, y'all. And Jacob Walsh. Hi. Wait, say it. Try it again. Jacob Walsh. Okay. okay. That was it. That was right. That was it. That was good. Do it better. Well, it sounded like you stumbled over it the first time. And I, was I like, know your name. I've been learning. Stumbled. <laughs> There's no stumble. He hey, secretly doesn't know your name. That's why I got hey, it wrong. For, in the some reason, <laughs> for some reason, it feels like we haven't done this in a long time. Yeah, it's, it's weird. On the, but then on the other hand, it feels like all we um, do is podcast. I podcast every day. <laughs> yeah. It never ended. We've it, always been podcasting. It runs through our blood. Hey, before we got started, uh, Jacob, you mentioned that you had called me late last night. Some breaking news, yeah. I did, yeah. It was like midnight. And I don't recall Podcast this, news. but Abby says something happened. And I told her, don't even, because it sounded like it was going to be funny. But all right, what happened? What time was well, this? Well, we just established that Jacob called and it was what, like 1130, normal it time. Around mid, it was around midnight, I think. That's yeah. normally when we normally, start our conversations. Yeah, yeah. We pick up. Okay. Well, However, I remember. Hmm. No, I was just saying, I ch- I checked. Uh, this sounds crazy when you say this out loud, but I looked at our group. I looked at our group chat, and it said you were online. So I was like, oh, "Okay, he's awake." So I didn't think you were asleep. So huh. cool. That sounds like that sounds like a stalker thing. Yeah, yeah. No, no it's fine. I'm we done. respect that hey. you your courtesy call. I, I looked through the window. <laughs> I checked. Well, I looked through the window to make sure you were up, and it yeah, looked yeah, like you were absolutely. still staring. Yeah, quietly. Did you count? Uh, any the seconds between my breaths to make sure I wasn't having a sleep <laughs> issue. Oh, but, wow. As we mentioned on Toy Anxiety this week. Hey, no, really quick. What happened? Okay, though? here's what happened. You called uh, well, your phone rang, on my side of things, basically. Craig's phone rang. Yeah. And you had already been snoring for probably 10 minutes. Right. And you rolled over and flipped it. I flipped slash knocked the phone off. And off, you off said, what? The, guys, the- I can't. <laughs> Guys, I can't. guys, I, guys, I can't. I which can't. was just like probably you were thinking it was the the group text going off or something, but it was funny to see your truth like while slumbering true thoughts coming. Guys, out. I can't. Guys, I, I, I can't. I pushed it off the. I can't even think. Old phones. The phone went on to a receiver. A receiver. I'm yes. A base of some sort. The okay. basin of the phone. <laughs> the basin. Uh, you knock the basin off. Um. Okay. Well, I couldn't at the time, but now I can't. See, I think what happened was mm-hmm. I know uh, Ryan Dole went and saw the flash last night and I think he went pretty late. And I remember earlier in the day, I was like, call me when you get out. I want to talk to you about it. And then probably in my half asleep slumber, I yeah, thought I was you're not that. accountable for that. I was like, I can't. Slumber. No, I can't talk about the flash. It's too late. Uh, but anyways, so well, welcome to the show, everybody. I think that about covers it. I think we can maybe wrap it up now. We can do yeah, another was, one in three That's weeks. the newest thing that we... Yeah, I have to cover, so we kind of did it. Um, let's um recap a little bit. Last week was Ghostbusters Day. Thank you to everybody who joined us for <laughs> Ghostbusters Radio Live. Uh, today just so happens to be the day we're recording this, the 34th birthday anniversary of Ghostbusters 2. Um, I've already watched it twice this week. Uh, so maybe I'll that's my normal. Like normally I watch it twice a week, but yeah. I'll have to do a little three peat. Um, Jacob, how are you celebrating uh, Ghostbusters today? Will you watch it today? Well, I got my I made my light pink. Oh. It's usually it's usually blue. Oh. There you go. It's usually blue and 
every now and then it's green. And I said, Hey, you know, let's make the light pink. Um, that's it though. I'm just chilling. I might watch. I watched it very, re- I, I think I had it on last week and watched it all the way through. Um, but yeah, I might throw it on later. Okay. I don't know. There's a new season of black mirror. Do you guys know that? Did no. not. That's cool. There's a new season and I watched the first episode last night. Mm-hmm. And it's How was great. It? It's great. Uh, but the only thing is that I'm a little nervous about it because um first of all, it it was very funny. Okay. Which most Black Mirror episodes are not. Right. Um it also had it also had like a happy ending. And I think like in the history of all of the Black Mirror episodes, there's only like two that have like a happy ending. Well, the one with the pig. <laughs> that was like a fairy tale ending. For the pig. For the uh, pig, yeah. Oh, for the pig's perspective. Oh, <laughs> yeah. wow. It was his birthday. Um, <laughs> uh, but, but so it confused me. I was like, oh, I hope they're not like completely changing this and they're all going to be fun. And, and I, I like the fun episodes, but it, right. I want Black Mirror to be like what it is at its core, which is like really dark and Twilight Zone and you know, scary, yeah, scary and disturbing and and just really fucked up. I like those episodes because nothing else is doing that. Everything's funny. Every fucking right. show is trying to be funny. So right. mm-hmm. I, I hope it's. I hope the whole season's not going to be like that. Usually, right. it's like one in a season. I was surprised that it was the first episode. It's like, oh, this is funny. You're looking for something a little bleak. I mean, that's just what you're that's what you're accustomed to if you're watching Black Mirror. Sure. It's like Um, the point of the it's the point of the show. It's to like make you kind of uncomfortable and question things. Right. Well, and also because there's layers of satire within it. It's usually and I haven't watched all of Black Mirror. I've I've haven't watched a lot of it, but I've watched enough of it to know that you're right it's usually not outright funny so and there's um, a I mean, there's a few there's a few right. that are like the star i don't know if you guys have seen like the star trek episode yeah that's a good one this mm-hmm. this reminded me of that it had that those kind of vibes it was like a serious thing happening but it was also kind of funny was most of the way through wait a minute was jesse plemons in the star trek episode am i yeah. remembering that correctly yeah. That's a good ass episode. Dang. I want to rewatch that. Um, okay, so Black Mirror's back. Ghostbusters 2 having a birthday. Abigail, how are you celebrating? I'm celebrating by wearing this goddamn Ghostbusters t shirt today. Oh, cool. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Probably watch it, the movie, you know. It's an easy, fun, rewarding watch of a movie, I've yeah. always said. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and next year will be obviously the 35th anniversary and then the 40th anniversary of Ghostbusters. Uh, tune in to all of our coverage from Ghostbusters Day last week. A lot is happening in the world of Ghostbusters, and then you can join us live every other week for Ghostbusters Radio Live. Mm-hmm. Um, let's uh, get into a couple news pieces. I do want to address off the top uh, the Flash. The Flash is out. Michael Keaton uh, is back as Batman uh, for now, for this week. Uh, there's a lot happening in the world of Batman. Abby and I have seen it. Uh, Jake, you have not seen it yet. I'm sure eventually at some point we will all get our thoughts down about the flash, but there's going to be plenty of coverage, plenty of reviews. I know Ryan Dole on Gotham city tonight. will have uh, coverage of that, uh, but we're not going to dive into any spoiler territory or anything like that. Uh, we want to give everybody a chance to see it, take it in. And I think this is kind of interesting for me. I'm so accustomed to this 
watch the piece of content, take it in, react immediately, review it. You got to sit with things a little bit because I have a Jacob, you know, I have a history. Yeah. I was pretty sure I knew. I, I think I told you when I asked you what you felt, I was like, you and Abby have the exact same conversation every single time I ask you guys what you think of a movie. It goes the yeah. same way. Yeah. Well, here's you the think thing. we have false positives. No, I think, <laughs> well, I think Craig does. Well, it, what it is is usually, usually I'm like, what did you guys think? And Craig will say it was the best movie he's ever seen. <laughs> and then Abby, you're usually like, well, it was okay. And then Craig gets mad at you. And he's like, well, last you night you said it, you loved more. it. You know, so that, that's how it is every single time. Like, and then the phone like, rings and, and then, I go, I can't. I, I can't. I can't right now. <laughs> yeah. So here it is. I figured out part of the problem. Mm-hmm. It's not a problem. I love going to a movie theater. I love seeing a movie. Sitting in that room with a crowded room of DC fans IMAX screen. Ooh, this is not. You're not popcorns selling. flowing. This sounds awful. Yeah. I, it's, it, to me, it's like an event. But yeah. listen, I liked the Flash a lot. Don't I mean? I, I really did like it. I think there's hyperbole out there. I think people saying it's the greatest superhero movie of all time. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Let's sit with it. Let's let's pick it apart when the time is right. But I hope everybody goes and enjoys it because there was a period of time where movies weren't coming out in theaters and you were. Sitting on HBO Max watching new movies, and that's not fun. Don't let anybody convince you it's better to stay home and watch a movie. It's not. It's not. That's true. So there. That's my. Thanks, Nicole Kidman. Thanks, Nicole Kidman. (laughs) She can. She honestly saved the movie industry and cured COVID. Yeah, for as much shit as I'm talking, I do want to state that I love going to the movies too, and that can kind of color my experience. In that, if I have just a really good overall time, I might like the movie more, and then later on. Right. realize it's it was a listen if you thing. want to go go back to december 2019 and find my reaction to rise of skywalker okay go find that i'll, I'll have you convinced it's better than a new hope in return of the jedi and empire strikes back <laughs> like three days later i was like but was it i'm arguing with myself um okay so yeah flash is out uh jake did you check out that boogeyman movie did you make it out yet not yet i'm gonna go maybe tomorrow i'm okay. i'm thinking what i'm thinking about doing because you know, I also haven't seen Spider Man yet, which I don't think you guys have either. No, no, dude, I know. I'm hey, I've got the visual effects crew <laughs> mug. Thank you, Ryan. Um, but God, I'm such a bad fan right now. I haven't seen it. Well, so what I was thinking about doing is like, hold on, I, I, I was thinking about it in my head and I was like, hold up, Boogeyman, Spider Man, that's a perfect double feature. Go see the man double feature. Boogie Batman? Man and Spider Man. Back to back man. Then I'm not doing a triple. I'm not doing a triple. <laughs> Have you ever done I'll a triple? S- I'll see Flash in a couple years when I've cooled on Ezra Miller. Yeah, uh, has well, anyone you know, ever done a triple? Sorry, I've, that's I've done a triple. I've done a triple. Yeah. Uh, I think I have, but I'm not. I mean, I definitely. I mean, whenever, whenever the first Avengers movie came out, I sat in the movie theater all day and watched the entire first. Um, the first leg, mm-hmm. yeah, wave. like it wave was inc- it was Incredible Hulk, all the way to Avengers that night. So it was like eight Damn. movies or something. That's cool. Hey, speaking of that, Incredible Hulk's uh, finally on Disney Plus. I guess the rights have reverted back to uh, Disney. 
everybody talks like they know what that means, but nobody does. We just know that the Incredible Hulk's now on Disney Plus. It's on Disney. Well, what that means or the future of the Hulk, nobody knows. Um, you, uh, we were going to talk about this pre before seeing the Flash, but I think we should just at least mention it. Uh, the elephant in the room, the Ezra Miller situation. Here's the deal. <laughs> Jake, did you look for an elephant? Are you talking about me? It's that Bill Murray movie. Yeah, Larger Than Life. Larger Than Life. Uh, <laughs> I think that if anybody who chooses to not go pay money to see this movie because of Ezra Miller, and we all we don't need to go into it. We all know the, the story. Mm-hmm. I think that is perfectly legitimate. That is a, a personal decision that somebody makes based on like, their core values and we all have to like draw a line somewhere. And I don't think there's anything wrong with drawing a line. Like this is one of the core, this is a really hard thing that we've, I don't know if like generationally previous generations had to deal with this conundrum just as much because back in the day, everything just got swept under the rug and it it doesn't matter who was a piece of shit. Everybody just moved on. But now people are held accountable. Things are more public. We've had this discussion before about separating the art from the artist and like it it can be really hard. I I I think it's tough because like we're all everybody everybody has flaws, everybody goes through things in their life, nobody's perfect, everybody makes mistakes and a lot of mistakes people make you can get forgiveness from and come back from and we've seen people go through really tough stuff in life and make come back like Robert Downey Jr went through really tough times and addiction and things like that and, and bounce back. But I think the Ezra Miller situation is completely different. There's violence. There's violence against women. There's violence potentially against children. Also multiple times. It's not multiple just times. like it wasn't just a, Hey, I got drunk and did really stupid shit. It was right. like six a, times kidnapping. Yeah. He kidnapped yeah. somebody. I heard. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I'm, I'm not really trying to generate a discussion around this. I'm just saying that like, if you're a listener or a watcher out there and you're feeling uneasy about it, like that's okay. Like we're every, Abby, do you have anything to add to that? I mean, no, I mean, I guess so. First and foremost, I'm a movie goer. I, I care about seeing fake movies. And um, when it came to this movie, I was, uh, I've said on the show that I, I wasn't excited about it. It's because of like the person that Ezra Miller has, has showed themselves to be. Um, but I still saw the movie and I can sit comfortably and say it was a really good movie and it was a really good, like Andy Muschietti. He did, uh, he's great. I want to talk about him in a second. Yeah. But it's like a personal choice. Uh, Mm. However you feel like whatever your history or relationship with, uh, yeah, abuse and things of that nature is like just whatever's whatever you're comfortable with, I'd say is the right choice. I know that James Gunn was raving about it. Stephen King loved it. But it it sits with wherever you are with it. I, I kind of Jake, I'll, I'll let you talk on it. I I kind of wish I get why they didn't because they basically tried to promote this movie with without Ezra Miller at all. It wasn't involved in like first of all, there wasn't a, besides trailers and stuff. There's no late night TV right now because of the writer strike. So, but Ezra's not out there doing interviews. Uh, they were at the premiere, spoke about it kind of it's just a weird situation i kind of wish wb would have come out and say hey we're donating a portion of the the proceeds or the net gains to survivors of abuse or something like that but also from like 
they're not trying to draw extra attention to it. So it's like that doesn't mean they shouldn't have done it. They should have done it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think artists from the art is a really like it's something I've had to deal with personally with musicians that I really love and Who? Like some. Um. Well, so uh, I know there's a lot of. Uh, I'm yeah. just curious who you personally. Yeah, like. I mean, so two of my favorite bands of all time, uh, Brand New and Saves the Day, uh, both have fairly Some problematic problem. singers. Um, you know, the Saves the Day stuff was kind of weird. I don't know the full details, but the stuff with Jesse Lacey from Brand New uh, came out. There was there was. Uh, stuff of of you know some some grooming type stuff and some yeah. inappropriate relationships with younger fans and uh you know it was stuff that maybe happened 15 20 years ago but it still happened yeah. and you know people have to be held accountable for that kind of stuff but i would be lying if i said like i, I still listen to them like i'm not out, they don't yeah. they're done basically it's not like if they came in concert i don't think i would go um i mean i definitely wouldn't but you know, and it's not just musicians. It's it happens with actors. It, it's happened with. I mean, fucking Elvis was not great. John Lennon was, you know, probably not great. Like, there's people that are worshipped in popular culture who have a dark side. And I mean, Michael Jackson, like, he was a king, self-appointed, but still. Yeah, I don't think you can even speak blanket statements to this subject. I think it's literally personal. Like how, however you're feeling about it, is how you should feel about it. OJ, if Simpson. you don't go for that decision <laughs> and because of that reason, then I respect that. If you go begrudgingly and end up thinking it's a decent movie, that's also something not to feel bad about. Right, uh, Jacob, just, do you, do you have any? It's weird. Yeah, I just think it's weird. Like it, it. This all is so. Fr- it's weird to me that. It it, ha- it it's so fresh. It was happening while they were making the movie. Right. The studio kind of comes across as greedy, and they're like, "Hey, let's let's hide this and pretend it didn't happen, so we don't have to cancel our movie." That feels weird. The we the shit with Jonathan Majors happening also feels weird because he's fucking done. You know, one mm-hmm. one thing was said, and he's done. Right. Ezra Miller is like, he's he's a menace. Or they they are a menace, you know what I mean? And they have like had multiple things, but now they're starring in the biggest movie. That's it's right. just like it, it feels weird and icky to me. It's too fresh. If yeah. if if an actor was a piece of shit twenty years ago, and they've like atoned for it, or you can tell that they're a better person now, then I that I'm not gonna then that okay. That's what people do. If right. somebody if you do something shitty and you admit to it and you change, then okay. Right. Ezra Miller has not changed in six months. Well, here's it just a lot hasn't longer. happened. It hasn't happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. What'd you say? What'd you say? Their hair's so their, a lot longer. Their hair's a lot longer. So it just feels weird to me. Like I, I'm going to see the movie at some point. Might be a long time. There's no way I'm going to sit in that movie theater and, and not be thinking about that the whole time. Uh, let and me. I don't want it, and I don't want it to cloud it. You know what I mean? Right. If I want to watch it, then I want to watch it. So let me. I'm going to give a warning to our listeners, Ab. Yeah. 60 seconds of two things that might be considered spoilerish, mm-hmm. but I just want to say them because I think it's part of this conversation. Okay. So skip ahead 60 seconds. First one, there's literally a line in the movie where at one point uh, Barry Allen goes, look, sometimes in the world people are just pieces of shit. Like that's a line in the movie. And it literally took me out of it. I was like, oh God. That makes it worse. Yeah. You're making, two, a, line of, you're making a joke out of it? Okay. 
Two, I think they're done. There is no, the way that they buttoned up this movie. It does. I I don't. I think Ezra Miller is done as the Flash. Sure. I do not think. Yeah. I do not. It, it it would be for me. It would be one thing if it felt like oh they're setting up four more sequels with Ezra Miller as the Flash. I will be the most shocked person in the world if that happens, especially with James Gunn taking over and, and all of that. Mm-hmm. So Abby, anything on that before 60 seconds is up? I mean, that would, that's a fitting ending that I would could agree upon, or at least feel comfortable with is the movies out. A lot of people worked on it. It's there are parts of it that are worthy of seeing, I'd say. And um, I think for the, the road ahead for Ezra should just literally be, therapy and yeah. get, recovery get, get and right whatever and just do, not being in a situation be where held accountable for the things yeah because at the end of the day you can cut off spoiler time now if ezra miller's up at that premiere talking to a crowd about to premiere this movie there's victims out there and that doesn't that's that's always a thing where that it's like a lot speaks it, volumes yeah, to those people up. that it doesn't matter um but anyways uh that's enough of our very special episode of yhs unless jake do you have anything else to say on that specific topic no, except for like whenever the the whole like separate the art from the artist thing, right? I, I don't think I don't think that's possible. Like the art is the artist. Like whenever it came out, hey, I used to really really love listening to Marilyn Manson. When it came yeah. out that he's a rapist, I stopped listening to. It. I don't listen yep. to it anymore. Right? Like your your personal like, oh, but I like Batman. That's bullshit compared to what people have gone through because of Ezra. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, oh, I, I like it. Marilyn Manson. Okay. Yeah. But he rapes people. Right. So it, so I don't, I don't know the, the, the separate the art from the artist thing. That's, I it just seems like a cop out to me. Well, uh, I, I get, I a hundred percent agree with you. I, there's not a, nothing you're saying. I don't agree with. I think for me, the circumstance of like, I don't know. It's hard. I haven't even been yeah, able to pick, pick it apart in my ca- brain. I think it's a case by case basis. I think it's a case by case basis. Well. Abby, you have anything else on this one? And no, I mean, just I, I see both sides as someone who's been on the other side of being a victim of things. I, I think that they should be believed and protected and respected and that justice should be served because that's what should happen. Well, justice is gray, Abigail. <laughs> Yeah, I just try. I want to try to lighten this up a little. Yeah, oh, I know it's it's well, it's real. It's it tough, is real. and it's, and tough. it's, it's dicey. Tough. But we're all I know is I'm not here to tell anybody what to do. Yes, it's, that's your own decision. Yeah, but I am, and I'm telling you to get over to Patreon.com/slash Yes Have Some. <laughs> oh Jesus no, I'm just, Christ! No, I'm not. If you're still <laughs> listening, I think this is really important discussion. Someone's got to have it. I mean, listen. Hey, WB is not having it. Apparently, there's a lot of channels out there. DC's not having it, right? And I get it. It's it's, and I wonder too. I'm not even gonna go there. It doesn't matter. What matters is we love movies. We love talking about this stuff, and you got to kind of address it because it's out there. So we fucking did it. On a lighter, more uh, positive note, um, I, I did enjoy the movie, and I think Andy Muschietti is a great director. Obviously, he did both the It movies. We covered those really extensively. Can you guys believe this? I've only seen Chapter 2 of It one time. I got to watch that again. Yeah. You should. I'm going to. I've been having cravings as I'm listening to The Stand. Uh, taking walks during the day, it reminds me a lot. Certain moments, 
of it. And I'm like, I don't want to go. I want to watch the first and second. Um, here's an underrated fact. His first movie, Mama, I saw that in theaters. Good for you, dude. Do you like that movie? Yeah, it's pretty good. All right. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but I also saw it in theaters. Yeah. Um, number three, it was announced last night, Andy Muschietti will be directing Brave and the Bold, which is going to be the Batman and Robin movie for James Gunn's DCU. Uh, Jacob, what was your first reaction to hearing that? Does that is that something that excites you? Uh, sure. I mean, good for Andy. Um, it is. It's weird knowing that he came from a place of horror, and and you know his first like three move three or four movies were all horror. And now he's gonna just he's the Batman. He's DC's director now. That's so weird to me. But um, but yeah, I, I say good for him. He seems like a good dude, and I know uh, you know some people. You know, our friend John Campopiano. He he has a little bit of a working relationship with Andy and, and everything I've heard, you know, him and his uh, sister that he works with. I forget her name, but they work. Uh, they I work was just together. Watching the interview. Barbara, Barbara. Barbara. They, they, they sort of work together They're They seem like down to earth, cool people. So uh, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy for them. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, having seen the flash, I will say, all of the Batman stuff, specifically, and this is not a spoiler because some of it's been in the trailers and stuff. The the Ben Affleck stuff, it's like a different. It's Ben Affleck playing Batman, but it's not. It's not the same as the Zack Snyder. This yeah. is like, uh, I thought the way he handled all of the comic book action sequences, uh, the special effects, um, and, and the story and the pacing. I, I think he, I don't think he would have been my first uh, guess. You know. Uh, right, but but I think it'll be great. I think I also think part of the deal was when can, can, can we come into my corner real quick? We can't tell you my theory. I think this is what happened. Okay, James mm-hmm. Gunn takes over DC with Peter Saffron. They watched The Flash, they probably thought it was going to be a train wreck because everything in DC, <laughs> like I did, yeah, everything, because everything DC, in DC is, is yeah. yeah, they were like, oh shit, this is really good. Okay, Andy Muschietti, here's the deal. Um, we're ending this universe. You did good on this one. We'll promote it. We'll talk about how great it is, and we will help you. And then you can come into our the new DC and, right. and start fresh with Brave and the Bull. I think that's probably what it was. I would anticipate that going into viewing The Flash for the first time, James Gunn was not anticipating seeing something Good yeah. because that movie was in development for like ten years. It had a bunch of writers and directors in and out. Um, so yeah, good on Andy. That's awesome. I can't wait to see. You know, I'm, I'm excited about the new DCU. So good. Um, yeah, Abby. Anything else on that? No, I'm ready to move right along. What the fuck? No, I mean DC sucks. What do yeah, I mean? It it's suck. never been. It good. It's it never been good. This isn't exactly. Cleanse the palate of all there's seven DC years of us. Yeah, there's seven years of us talking about how much we hate DC movies. Yeah, every now and every now and then there's one we like. We all liked the Batman. There's been a couple you guys have liked that I haven't liked. But overall, we have done nothing but talk shit about the DC universe. Zack Snyder, all of them. Mm-hmm. All right, so I don't, what I I don't care. I, I I hope it's good. I the hope top it's good. Three YHS DC moments. First time ever. Number one, 
the second time we ever tried to record an episode of Yes Have Some, for some reason, we we were going to do a review of Man of Steel mm-hmm. five years after it came out. The yeah. record button. <laughs> do you remember this? I don't. It was I in don't. the lead up to. I don't Abby remember Hester. though. So I remember it because it was like a it was an early episode, and I I think I was putting together like notes for it, and I made like joke notes like this is a dumb movie with like couple pictures like listen this why is were happened. we do why were we doing it five we years after that? sure what we were doing no that's not why okay it was because uh, Batman vs Superman was about to come out so we're okay. like oh let's do a Man of Steel review mm-hmm. okay. we had recorded one episode we got like thirty minutes in. We kept having awkward pauses. None of us knew what to do or how to talk. Because the movie sucks and we didn't know how to talk <laughs> about like it. That's a key factor. Like liking something helps you talk about it. There was probably yeah, so we just didn't do it. So that's that's my number three DC moment mm-hmm. for why just okay. number number two. Wait, how many are you doing? I thought you were doing five. You're doing oh, three. I said top three. Okay. I th- think number two. God, I don't remember what I think it was it was when we were gonna review the Snyder cut and Jake, I, I have to go back and find it, but like in the middle of the episode, Jake, you had a little bit of a, of a moment and you, you stopped everyone and you were like, why the fuck are we still talking about the kind of like what just happened a couple minutes ago? <laughs> yeah. It was, it's really funny. I have to go yeah. find it. Oh, um, well, I don't really love hate watching or hate reviewing things mm-hmm. like, so that, that kind of falls under that category of if I hated it as much as I hated Batman versus Superman. And Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman eighty four and all the other fucking pieces of shit. <laughs> it came out. Was, hey, yeah. Snyder Snyder cut was better than the regular. It was, version, but uh, I still still okay. like a. It was more black and white. It was longer. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> it was number longer. one. The number What's one the Old Testament YHS DC moment. Then I swear to God, we'll move on. The last movie we all saw together before the fucking pandemic. Uh. Oh my God! How did we survive that? How did our friendship survive? Birds of prey. Birds of prey. That's what caused COVID. Was the the negativity oh from the three of us watching that movie <laughs> turned into COVID? Absolutely, it was released. Um, I barely remember the the only thing I remember from that movie is uh, you and McGregor said something that made me laugh. I forgot he was in it. I remember a roller skate fashion show montage. Yeah, I remember so. I remember him changing accents like halfway <laughs> through the movie. Oh, and I remember I was like, wait, what? Did they so film this funny. at way earlier? Halfway <laughs> change, pivotal change. <laughs> okay, yeah, so we can so move on. DC, cool. Um, yeah. hey, so we got something kind of fun coming up. Uh, this was Abby's idea. It's a summer blockbuster fuck budget where we pick a movie. We pick the top five movies from that summer gross box office. We do a fuck budget for it. It's like a draft. It'll be fun. But that'll come up in a little bit. Uh, but I wanted to talk about, we have to mention these release dates. I Can I, Jacob, on a scale of one to ten, where are you on caring about Avatar these days? <laughs> <laughs> um, is it only one to ten or is there a negative part you go of negative. the scale? Negative, negative as far as you'll let me go. I don't give a fuck about Avatar. I don't know one person who does. So, uh, but <laughs> all the so basically, Disney uh, announced a bunch of uh, release date changes, and I think there's a lot of reasons. Part of this is that they like to announce things like years before they happen, and then things like writer strikes and actors getting arrested and. You know, all these things happen. So, uh, but I just wanted, I thought we should address it because there's some interesting Marvel and Star Wars news in there. Uh, let's see. Disney has significantly shuffled its release 
schedule. Okay, Captain America, Brave New World, Thunderbolts, Blade, Fantastic Four, and the next Avengers movies, and Avatar 3 all pulled back. Pushed back, I should say. Um, slick back. They're all slick back. Slick they back, used to be pieces of shit. Back. Hey, okay, they changed the name of the Captain America movie. It was New World Order. Now it's yeah. Brave New World. Yeah. Um, well, it's because they didn't want to fight with yeah Hulk Hogan. That's like yeah, that you're gonna lose that fight. That see, it was rumors I'd rather that watch it, that movie. The movie would do better if it was just it Captain was about, America, New yeah. World Order about yeah. the Avengers fighting the NWO. It'd be awesome. Like six pox in there, not six pox, but uh, who the fuck was uh, yeah, 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 yeah. six pox and uh, Hall and Nash and Hogan. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> they bring uh, Macho Man back. I always thought it'd be funny to do a movie with pro wrestlers as like actual superheroes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, little problem. Wrestlers are not always great actors, but true. But well, I mean, people. That, John but that Cena. Will, that will add to the fun. Dave Batista. I correct myself. Okay, that's oh, two. That's only two. That's only two. That's uh, only two, and and I would not consider Hulk Hogan a good actor. That's only person. two, and I'm not gonna lie. Listen, I love Dave Bautista, but both of those are questionable if they're actually good actors. <laughs> hey, sure, he's, he's really up. good. With he's good at acting. He's and, good at being Drax. Have you ever seen him like have to actually yeah, recite dialogue? Blade Runner. 2019. You have not fucking watched yeah, that have. movie. I have watched the first half <laughs> hey, of that movie. It's not called that. That's not even what it's Shit, called. What's it called? Blade Runner, the it's new The Awakening. <laughs> the Blade, Blade Runner, Runner 2003. All right. Holy shit. So funny. I like the original Blade Runner. Uh, <laughs> the one Dave Batista. The one Dave Batista not, not in. in. Okay. God damn it. Have we ever talked about that publicly when I don't want uh, to. No, we were shamed. We okay, no. we were once shamed by a notable figure for not having seen Blade Runner 2019. Apparently, <laughs> so uh, I've got it up there, but I just haven't. Yeah, that's right. What? Yeah, he can come on the podcast someday. We were talking about something before this, though. Yeah, release date. Pushing back these movies. So here's the main yeah. thing. This, this yeah. makes me wonder. This makes me wonder. So San Diego Comic Con is happening in like a month, right? And it makes me wonder what the Marvel panel is going to be. If they're like pushing everything back, like, are they just going to get up there and be like, dude, I got it. Well, it's coming. Jonathan Majors dunk take. (laughs) Oh, God. Let the people decide. I say (laughs) dunk him. Um, I don't know. Uh, I agree because they've announced every. Here's what I think it's way far out. Maybe they announce like the Fantastic Four cast there. Maybe it's not movie announcements. Maybe it's a cast reveals. We got to fill an hour. Teaser trailer for Deadpool. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's filming right mm-hmm. now. Okay. I don't know. Um, they'll do something. Yeah, we're going to be there. They have to do something. They better. Don't they know that we're going to be waiting outside us. the halls? Okay. Here's the big news. So both the Avengers movies pushed back a year each. So, um, Crane Dynasty. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I'd rather see that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, the actually, Avengers! <laughs> the Krang dynasty. Not the Krang dynasty, but the King dynasty. <laughs> well, that's and, not happening, right? Uh, Secret Wars, both pushed back. But is we got some... Still, it's still, as of today, still King dynasty. But it's not. I think I think that's the reason all that Marvel stuff is getting pushed back so far is because they're trying to figure out sure. what to do there. Yeah, Probably. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Pivoting. Mm-hmm. We've got release dates for our Star Wars movies that were announced at Celebration. We had speculated 25, 26, 27, but now it looks like the first two, one will be in May of 2026 and then December of 2026 and then another one the next year, which is... That's pretty quick for three Star Wars movies. Pretty quick, and it kind of seems like they're going to go back to the that possible shift in, in wanting multiple Star Wars movies in one year. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think good movies are, are good movies, and people will go see them. Just make them good. You can put a Star Wars movie out every three months. If it, they're great, people will be happy and go see them. Well, we're going to go see them if they're bad, too. So Sounds like something. It's a win-win for them. won't be happy. Yeah. Um, I think the Daisy Ridley movie will be first, and then the Dave Filoni movie. Um, there are rumors, and you guys aren't going to want to hear this, but I just have to. I, it's my uh, job to bring this up. Okay. Should I take my headphones out? No. Okay, I should stay engaged. You should stay. I here. don't want any spoilers. No, not spoilers. Oh, rumors. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. we're not going to give you. There's a rumor out there. Okay, that Alden Ehrenreich might reprise his nope. role. As Han Solo. Hold on. He was hot in Cocaine Bear, though. I liked it. It's, we- it's weird that they would be like, hey, we need to kind of right this ship a little bit. Let's bring Star Wars back to the movie theater. Let's bring back that Solo. It's the worst Star Wars movie in in, in existence. It's so too soon. Let's the bring rumor, it back. The rumor was that they were going to have Le- Leia and Han would both be part of the, the Dave Filoni movie in that... Uh, um, they would uh bring back Alden Ehrenreich and and recast Leia. Obviously, who knows? Maybe, probably. I'm gonna guess probably not. Um, but then again, th- just putting this out there, this is a movie that is going to be a. They're they're basically. It kind of sounds like they're gonna try to write the ship, like Jake was saying, and have maybe even a trilogy of movies. If it's gonna be heir to the Empire, a, a, a true sequel trilogy in that era of, of post return of the Jedi. Can you do that without Han Solo and or princess Leia? Sure. Okay. I mean, why not? Yeah. It's a fucking whole galaxy. Right. You don't have to be there. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I mean, but we'll, I don't know. We'll if someone's got a story, I'd rather good. than, I'd rather them just deep fake them at this point. Is that insane to say? Like after seeing after seeing the Luke from the Boba Fett episode, right? Of Man- yeah, of Boba Fett or the Mandalorian episode of Boba Fett, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I want. Just deep fake it, make it look like them. Don't give, don't recast it at this point. Just let somebody else. Just fucking let a computer do it. Mark no Hamilton. new actors. Mark that Hamilton. Seems, all, all AI, please. That seems like a crazy <laughs> thing to say, and maybe I maybe I. Maybe I would see it and then get mad and be like, why don't they just recast them? I think it's hard. But right now I'm saying let a computer do it. Mm-hmm. I think it can be done. I don't think, I think roles can be, obviously they can be. We are all, we love Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor. If it's, it, it can be yeah. done. Mm-hmm. If it's written, if it's written well and directed well, then it doesn't, it doesn't matter if they're bringing back an actor from the worst movie. You know, like you're right. <laughs> right. If it, if it's done right, it will be okay. Even though that guy has zero percent Harrison Ford on solo inside of him. Zero charisma. Maybe somebody can pull it out of him. No, he's got 
low riz. That's what the kids say. No riz. Oh. Short for, for, God, short for charisma. Dude, we don't. Yeah. I'm keeping up with the TikTok culture. Hey, Mark Hamill's going to be like, they need to recast me. I'm done playing Luke Skywalker. I think it's a Harrison Ford problem. I think a lot of actors can be recast, including Mark Hamill. It's really hard to recast Harrison Ford. So. I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And <sighs> they already ostensibly failed with doing solo. Yeah. So it's like it hasn't been that long to where it's in a nostalgia pocket. So it's, yeah. it's just yeah, too it's soon. Not, it's not like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's not, Jar Jar, we no... welcome back with open arms, but I'm not right. sure about old. Who? Well, there Jar-Jar was Jar Jar a... Banks as Jar-Jar Ahmed Best in um, The Mandalorian. Well, Jar Jar Binks as yes. Ahmed Best. Okay. There's a, hey, there's a, some of those little floppies sometimes. That's funny. But there no, was a giant, there's a giant side of the Star Wars fan community that grew up with the prequels and always loved it. Mm-hmm. Right. Is there a giant? No, because they haven't the aged that loves Solo? I don't know. I'm sure some people do. Jake Stevens' kids only. They don't like it. Um, okay. So. We've gotten more Star Wars movies coming. I'm a little bit bummed because the plan is to be at Star Wars Celebration in Japan for 2025. I was thinking it was going to be a movie year. Seems like we're going to still be a year out, but that's okay. It's okay because we're going to be in Japan. They can't plan everything around us. They should. They should try better. They should Mm -hmm. try. Um, So we'll have more on that. As far as Marvel movies, I don't keep up with release dates anymore. I usually find out about two weeks before. uh, I should say I do keep up with release dates, but things get changed and moved so often that until you're like within a three month window, like it kind of doesn't matter. It feels like well, fucking uh, one of the shows comes out next week. Secret Invasion? invasion. Yeah. yeah, Secret Invasion. Also, the Righteous Gemstones comes out Sunday. Sunday. Yes. What? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what we should be talking oh about. Oh my god! Yep, I am excited for that. I was bummed they're doing a, a monster truck pop up Righteous Gemstones Where? thing in California. I thought it was in oh, Georgia. Oh, that sounds like such a Georgia stadium. Thing. I thought this. I thought I saw the CA for California. I thought it was a GA. It was a serif font like Times New Roman, and there's a little doesn't mm, matter. CA. It was California. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I prefer sans serif. You don't confuse your C's and your G's, but well, I don't uh, like San. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it gets I hate everywhere. Sand, so, right. um, okay, uh, let's move on to our one last little piece of news here. Uh, and normally, we we we're not the biggest Walking Dead fans in the world. I haven't seen an episode <laughs> since season three. Damn it, we're from Georgia, I, so we were excited. I haven't seen an episode since. Right around the time Negan came in and right. killed everybody, mm-hmm. and I right. stopped watching. Um, but we do want to talk about Walking Dead, Dead City, I believe it's called. <laughs> wow, cool title! It's it's a whole city of the dead. Uh, this How is many, one of the let's put dead in there again. Let's put <laughs> dead in the title twice. It's four, they just call it Walking four dead words. City. Let's make two of them dead. <laughs> Walking yeah, Deader. Walking Dead City makes so much more sense. Yeah, the Walking Dead Dead City. It sounds like a casino, Walking Dead Dead. What it sounds like. Walking Dead Dead City. <laughs> Take your family to Walking Dead City. Um, okay, this is a spinoff. I think it's well, it's not the first spinoff, but I think it's the first one to drop since the first show ended. Yes, I think so. it's I a legacy right. sequel. Yes, the the long storied legacy of uh, Walking Dead. 
Um, the reason we're bringing this up, so this is, I think, a six-part series. This is Negan and Maggie. We do know that friend of the podcast, star of Ghostbusters Afterlife and the upcoming Ghostbusters Firehouse, Logan Kim, is in this show. Mm-hmm. And the early reviews are he's pretty damn good in it. And I wanted to bring that up because I, I, I'm excited for him. Of course he is. I, I, You know, I wasn't really planning on watching the show just because I, I dropped off of Walking Dead. I don't know what feels like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But I will be watching the premiere this Sunday because uh, there's going to be a special presentation by Joe Bob Briggs. And he's going to do an episode of The Last Drive-In. He's coming back. To, to present the premiere episode. So I'm going to check it out this Sunday and see see what the fuss is about. Ooh, all the fuss. I want to watch it too. That's pretty yeah. cool. Um, see, uh, yeah. So uh, we know that Logan is playing the son of Glenn Maggie, and Maggie and Glenn. And Maggie. I think the character's mm-hmm. name is Herschel. Love the characters. And um, yeah, I'm excited. Walking to, you know, uh, Logan hasn't done a whole lot besides Ghostbusters. Obviously, he's only 16 years old, so he did Afterlife. He's filming the new one, and this will be his next big foray into a big IP. Walking Dead has a huge fan base. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. excited for him. We, yeah, yeah. Maybe same. when the show's over, we can have him back on and, and and pick his brain about what being in Walking Dead, Dead City, Dead, Dead is Dead, Deader. Deadest Walking city. Dead, Deader City, <laughs> Deadest the City, the Deadest City on the Dead, dead. Planet. Dentist City. <laughs> I've watched that. Yeah. Okay. The Walking Dead Dentist City. Yep. Yep. They Which, got great teeth. What is, what's worse, the zombies or the dentists? Time to do your drills. The <laughs> dentists are fixing all the zombies' teeth so they're better at eating people. Okay. Low Wait, having dentist. trouble eating people? <laughs> Go to the uh, zombie dentist. Zombie. That's on a billboard. Dentist. Yeah. Um, Guys, come on, take this seriously, okay? It's Walking Dead. <laughs> um, hey, congrats to Logan people, for real though on having ongoing success from Afterlife. I, I agree. I'm happy for him. Um, Jake, so The Walking Dead will be on AMC. Where is Joe? So Bob I, I'm a little confused about it. It said that there's some. I think AMC and Shutter are owned by the same. Okay. I, I think I think it might just be on Shutter, but one of the things I saw said you can get like a. a a free trial to AMC. I don't know if I need to have AMC as well, or right. if I can just watch it on Shutter. I think they're mm-hmm. part. I think they're partnered. Um, perfect, 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 perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, I I gotta share this image. This is so funny. Uh, I just saw this on Twitter. What are you just browsing Twitter while we're recording? Yeah, dude. While we're talking, look at this picture. Keith David, John Carpenter, just hanging out, taking oh, a yeah. selfie, taking a blurry selfie as any eighty-year-old <laughs> man would do. Wow! Um, no, that I was. Is, I was <laughs> that is the most animated John Carpenter has been in a photo in fifty years. Yes, <laughs> he's actually he's got hand-drawn. one eye open. No, I was on Great. Twitter. I was looking up the uh, the premiere date or the channel for uh, Dead City. But anyways, mm-hmm. uh, this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, other than horror oh, icons. Cool. Um, actually, Keith David started a movie with with Glenn from uh, The Walking Dead called Nope. You should watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, last little bit of tangentially tangentially related news. Why do I try words that I that I don't 
It's okay. It's have a hundred percent of a grass bottle. Keep trying you, them. That's how you learn. Greg. That's how you yeah, learn. You will get it. We go to Halloween Horror Nights every year. We, I think we got our first official uh, announcement for a house. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh uh, yeah, we did. We always kind of predict what the houses will be. The first one is going to be the last of us. Not sure if it'll be based on the game or the show or probably both because they're almost identical. Um, but round table real quick, Jacob, does that excite you? Sure. I think it'd be fun. And it's also, I feel like this was, we could have, we saw this coming. This was a no brainer for a house. Mm-hmm. I, I, um, I think it's fine. Yeah. Oh yeah. I bet you we're going to be seeing some of those clicker clackers on their knees sliding out. Go click, 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 click. Yep. I, I, I can't clicker clackers. Yeah. I can't wait. Um, I love the show and I can't wait to hear, uh, Ellie or whatever the fucking whatever her name is like shouted through a house as I like, yeah, walk yeah. all the voiceovers yeah yeah, yeah. I think that I mean Joel, also the, a- the aesthetic for that show is very cool I love like the um kind of beautiful mixed with the uh disgusting um hey all that I bet there's gonna be more there'll be more zombies in that house than there were in the show though I hope Ron Swanson's yeah. in it I hope there's a room where you get to eat strawberries dude oh my god i hope there's a whole room with a window oh god (laughs) heartbreaking it was great all right let's uh let's move right along here um before we get to our our uh first ever 1994 summer blockbuster fuck budget i want to talk about yhs on patreon i tried to do it earlier but the timing was not in it was inopportune. Wasn't a good, yeah. Wasn't, wasn't a good, good segue. It was a cheap wasn't one. a good look on Craig. Yeah. So, yeah, true. Well, so true. Seven years of this. Gonna get canceled eventually. Yes, have some on Patreon. That's right. It's patreon.com slash yes, have some where you and your friends can get all of the extra bonus content, audio, video. I started doing these video updates. We do toy anxiety, extreme toy anxiety every week as a bonus audio and video episode. We are going to be doing more and more exclusive Ghostbusters content, things we can't talk about just yet, but we'll be letting everybody in on uh, some exclusive stuff here uh, sooner rather than later, I will say. Um, And also, you have a complete archive. Abby, tell them what they're going to get for $5. Oh, the archive. Wow. Um, Yeah, there's... (laughs) It's chock full of stuff. Um, good stuff too. You'll hear some of our early work, um, as well as just the, the more popular classics from YHS. Uh, yeah, if you sign up, you get so many bonus episodes that, like, if you have a trip or a commute or like just you need to say a commune. If you're in a commune, if you're in a commune, it's great. <laughs> Please take these pamphlets. Um, no, that's a cult. Okay. <clears throat> Definitely, please do sign up for our Patreon because we do put a lot of work into it. We have put a lot of work into it over the years. It's the best way to support us, and you can just enjoy yourself. If you're enjoying this, it's just more of this. Yeah, and exclusive access to the YHS Discord as well and the YHS exclusive Patreon uh, Instagram. There's a lot of stuff. uh, As Jacob Walsh likes to say, it's too much. Mm-hmm. It's too much. Um, and you can learn more about that at patreon.com slash yes, have some. Okay, let's move on. It's been a while since we've done a fuck budget. This was Abby's idea. So we're going to see how good this goes. And then if it's great, you guys love it. We'll, we'll, we'll do a different you vote. If we keep it or if we we'll do a different it. year, every, every, uh, you know, throughout the summer, we'll do summer of 86. <laughs> Listen, it's a writer's strike. We got to come up with content. Our writers are. Yeah, we're making fresh evergreen content. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so Abby, explain the 1994 summer blockbuster fuck budget. 
Well, yeah. I mean, I figured it would be fun to talk about summer blockbusters first off because we're kind of in that time right now with big movies, um, dropping superhero movies. Uh, Indiana Jones et cetera, Indiana Jones, yeah. So what I was thinking was uh, we go back to one specific summer from one specific year and then find the top five highest grossing films from that year. And from those five, we choose and allocate our 10 fucks. Okay. And this is all some based on summer movies only. So I think it's like, yeah, I, we decided, I thought it'd be fun to go with 1994 spin back to 1994 and have that be our year. May 1st to August 1st. Okay. Let's, let's get into it. Cause we're almost at an hour already. Um, and, uh, let's, let's do it. Okay. 1994. We have the summer movie fuck budget. We will go, I'll, I'll go in backwards order. I'll go five to one. Okay. If, if, does that work for you guys? Will that screw mm-hmm. you up? No, I can do that. No, you can fine. do that? Okay, so these are the top five highest grossing summer blockbusters of 1994. How many fucks do each of you give? I'm going to play along too. We each have 10 fuck bucks to work with. You cannot overspend your budget. You cannot use a credit card. Here we go. A white Not going to need one on, on this. Can I use my Klarna? <laughs> no Klarna. Payment. No payments. <laughs> no payment. No, no. Okay. None of that. All okay. Right, all right. All right. Number five, the fifth highest grossing blockbuster of 1994, raking in $111 million that summer alone. Keanu Reeves, Jeff Daniels, Sandra Bullock. The movie is Speed. Abigail, how many fucks? Speed. Six fucks. Holy shit. Okay. I give this movie six whole fucks. Yeah. The number of the beast. Um, It's a good... <laughs> It's a good number of fucks. It's like shows the the severity or at least like how much I care about this movie in comparison to the other movies that are in these categories. Um, Keanu Reeves was one of my first like original crushes. I wrote about him in my diary and looked up the meaning of his name and all of his facts and bullshit. So I uh, had a lot of investment in just him as an actor and caring. I love the Matrix. What's um, the meaning of his name? I think it's a cool breeze in Hawaiian. Um. <laughs> And so, yeah, I've always loved him. And Speed was a movie that uh, I'm sorry about my cat. I'm, I'm going to try and get her to chill out. But uh, Speed's a really great movie that I didn't see until my adulthood. And when I watched it, uh, Sandra Bullock is just so charming. And Keanu Reeves, the, the two of them have such great chemistry and sexual tension. And the movie is completely over the top. It has the f- opening scene in the elevator is why Craig is afraid of elevators, I believe, like. When I watched that, I was like, okay. This no way. I'm not afraid. Of, my, Craig also means cool breeze. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, it I think I'm a, better about elevators. Coke recently. Zero Breeze. Okay. Um, <laughs> the, the little pssst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. I, I love you. Uh, so, uh, so, yeah. So, Speed's a movie that I, I gave more fucks about than any others. <laughs> I like bombs. I like high stakes. I like uh, car chases and a lot of action. And when we're talking summer blockbusters, I feel like that's just like well, real quick, it's also one of the greatest premises of a movie of all time. Bus goes under 50 miles an hour. It blows it explodes. up. Everybody. It's simple. It keeps you engaged the whole time. Yeah. Um, all right. It's uh, creative, too. I love all the, the fun maneuvers to get people off and how people break down and show who they really are. And it's great. Jake. I, I gave all five of these movies. I gave two different numbers okay. because I wasn't I wasn't sure if we were supposed to do it based on what we thought in 1994 when we maybe saw them. Oh, interesting. Or now. So I did both. And, um, but I'm also going to go ahead and give a little bit of a spoiler that this is not a very exciting list for me. For you. Uh, Either way, these are all 
Anyway, number five, Speed. When I in 1994, I saw this in the theater, and I only gave it one fuck because I was very bored. But I, I didn't care about a bus. When you know, 1994, I'm like nine years old. Yeah. And if there's not monsters or dinosaurs or something, then I don't care. Action okay. stuff doesn't get to me. But the reason I gave it one fuck is because the knife in the ear in the very beginning, yeah, um, stayed with me. Like I, I thought it was fucking insane. I was like, I saw it in the theater as a nine year old, and I was just like, I was like, this is what I'm about to watch. I'm about to watch a movie where people just stab each other in the head, and nothing like that really ever happens again. But it freaked me out. Um, now I would give it two fucks. I think gotcha. it's a good movie. I do enjoy it now. I can sit through it and love it. But it's not really. It's still on the lower level to me. So. so- one and two is what I'll do. Uh, it oh, went up a little bit. A little up. A little. Uh, I do want to mention this movie was directed by John DeBont, who went his next yep. movie after this was Twister. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some other Twister crossovers in this movie. Most notably, Alan Ruck, right. who's great. He's great in Twister. He's got some great one-liners in Speed, like, I'm at the airport. Yeah, so already been to the airport yeah so funny so so good yeah um, i was all in on keanu reeves i was obsessed with bill and ted i i was obsessed with point break and i was obsessed with speed so I, i'm a you know easily five fucks for me uh i i really love speed i like twister more mm-hmm. but i i think it's fun it's silly it's unbelievably unrealistic and dennis hopper is great the whims of a madman uh dennis hopper is amazing much like jake you said um the 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 knife or whatever was into the head stuck with you dennis hopper's head getting ripped off at the end Mm -hmm. yeah also stuck with me and one of the things i noticed as a kid the bus is like the main part of the movie but it's the whole second act but there's a whole third act that people forget about where they're on the train. It's like elevator yeah. bus train. Yes. Uh, and then you move to the second movie and it's cruise ship and it's stupid and boring and nobody cares. So, um, okay. Uh, that was the number five grossing movie of 1994. Uh, let's move on to number four. This shows how much the world has changed. Uh, the Flintstones. Now, let me take you back real quick. Take it back, cast up. Good. This was such a big deal. Like, Jake, do you remember how big of a deal the promotion, the toys, the tie-ins? Yeah. Do you have memory of this? Uh, yeah, vaguely. I But I I remember thinking it was cool that it was Rick Moranis. And I remember all the toys. And I remember all the, like, I don't know what fast food place had, like, the cups. But I remember having all the cups and some of the toys and stuff like that. But. But I feel, but I also feel like almost every movie had that shit back right. in the Right, that, that was the mm-hmm. time period for this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, when it comes to the Flintstones, uh, starring uh, John Goodman, Rick Moranis, Rosie O'Donnell, Kyle MacLachlan, uh, and and a bunch of other people, how many fucks do you, do you give then? <laughs> how many do you give now? I like that. <laughs> Uh, you're asking like me. Um, yeah, check your first. So then I gave it two, and it was it was one for Rick Moranis, and it was one for dinosaurs. But I've never <laughs> liked the Flintstones. I, I the, they it is never none of the cartoons I was ever into. It was never my thing. 
Uh, I gave it two when I was a child. I give it zero now. I Whoa. do not fucking care about the Flintstones. It's like not ever a movie that I'm going to be like, oh, I want to watch the Flintstones. It, it's a great cast, but it's just not my. It's just not my thing. Okay. Okay. Very fair. There you go. Noted. Yes. Abigail. Well, here's here's where I'm coming from. The Flintstones cartoon, that and the Jetsons were like regular scheduled programming for me and my brother to watch growing up um because we watched cartoon network so the flintstones was just something that i I knew almost every episode i really liked wilma and i uh, i just i liked the show it just like had a fun creative space in my head that a world that i could like play in and think of and kind of inspired me i liked how everything they had everything like we did but it was the the rock version or the quarry or the whatever stone version and i thought that was funny a little writer in me was like that's cute um and uh so when i uh when the movie came out when the live action film came out i was just to go back into my history i was not allowed to see it because it was like you know a worldly movie um and i remember being like what the fuck like i can watch this cartoon but i can't see this movie it's ridiculous um, so, especially since the movie kind of tries to replicate the cartoon, but it's not yeah. that different. So childhood version, childhood me would give this movie two fucks out of the interest that I had in it and my desire to see it. And the fact that I didn't see it, adult me gives it zero fucks because the movie sucks. It's not a great movie. It's pretty, same, like, we got the same numbers. It needs editing. Yeah. You and I, when we do adult us and child us, it's a good way to do this. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's, a, that's how I feel. Um, it, it does not hold up. Rosie O'Donnell is not, it, just not really, just not Betty. Not, <laughs> not what I wanted. You just walk around. Not, not my Betty. You're not Betty. Get over it. You're not <laughs> Betty. <laughs> hey, also Rick Moranis is not Barney. Um, like, John Goodman yeah. is the best casting for yeah, Fred. Yeah. That's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah. Elizabeth Perkins is good. I'm kind of in the same boat as you guys. At the time, all about it. It was the next big movie to come out. 94 was, I can make an argument 94 is the biggest movie year of my life because you got Dumb and Dumber, The Mask, and Ace Ventura. We were all, all nine years old, right? All that 94. year. We're all those are the movies. We, those are the movies we should have done a fuck budget over. Yeah, the, the good movies like, of '94. Hey, Jacob, that's what I said we should do first. I hand selected five out of the twenty that would be more relevant, right. like The Mask and yeah. All right, well, Angels in the Outfield. Yeah, start exactly. over. Exactly. Let's take this from the top. Okay. Uh, we can move on. I, I love all the marketing tie-ins and I love all the toys and everything. Yeah, and the toys I remember specifically when I first started getting really into collecting like six, seven, ten years ago maybe. Um, I just saw that there was an abundance of Flintstones toys and that was just, not that I bought them, but seeing them was part it, of my It problem. definitely Some fits of the, in a- The toys are cool too. Sometimes I see the toys in, in you know vintage stores and I'm like, hey, those are pretty cool, but... There are times there's certain movies that you looked forward to as a kid and that you saw in theaters and it, it gave you that little feeling of like, oh, is this not good? I've been looking forward to this for my whole summer. Mm-hmm. Happened to me at Flintstones. Happened to me at Godzilla 98. Happened to me at Bill and Ted Face the Music, um, <laughs> which I was not a child. I was just really sad. Um, three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> 2020 me gives hey, it three. Five. Also, also, I'm pretty sure I loved it. You yeah. loved yeah. it the first am, time you saw it. I am 100% sure that you have some of the bags of soot from hell in our <laughs> living room still hey, on display from that movie. I'm the only person here who has 2019 was weird. 
uh, screen use Bill and Ted props, which I would love to sell, but there's no certificate of authenticity. So it's just a bucket that I, there you go. All right. Moving right along. I have a feeling I know where this is going. The number three highest grossing film, 130 million, 1994 true lies. Abigail. Zero fucks. Sorry. Sorry, Arnold. That, that's who's in this movie, Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Oh, you haven't seen I it. I haven't seen it, so I'm all out myself on that. But uh, yeah, I'd have to say zero. It's, and that's why in the hey, future... Hey, there's two we'll Arnolds. Have, who's the other Arnold? Tom Arnold. Oh, Tom. Okay, I've seen, I've seen Tom Arnold. I can speak to that at a couple conventions. <laughs> Wasn't sure why. Um, well, but needs- yeah, I'll, have, I'll, I'll back out and say sorry. I have to forfeit. I, I haven't seen that. Okay. Uh, Jake, any thoughts on True Lies? Yeah, my uh, my number is the same in 1994 that it is now, and it's also the same as Abby's. And I've seen this movie, and I don't like it. It's zero fucks. <laughs> um, I don't. Re- I I remember liking it at the time. James Cameron directed, Jamie Lee Curtis, Arnold Schwarzenegger. But you know what? Yeah, it's whatever. Cool. It, it's on. it's we can just move right along. Awesome. It's it's fine. It's a fun action movie, but not making a long lasting impression. And also, I'm kind of down on Arnold these days. You know why? He said some unkind things about our good friend Jason Reitman. He did. He did. Hmm. He said Jason Reitman fucked it up. It was going to be great. Twins to cruise oh, control. Oh, that I was like, you're not bringing up something real. I mean, I mean that, real, that was really all. Did yeah, did I'm literally that, yeah. quoting well, it exactly. I guess he fucked it up. I guess he fucked it up. Um, okay, moving along. Ooh, 234 million cultural phenomenon. Number two, Jacob Walsh, Robert Zemeckis film, Tom Hanks, Forrest Gump. Yeah, uh, 1994. I, I would have given it a zero as a kid. Like you don't Damn. care about. I just don't feel like you care about that stuff when you're nine years old. Um, and I'm only gonna give it one fuck. And okay, and it is a good, it is a good movie. I think Forrest Gump's good. I've seen it a few times. You know, put it on here and there, and like it was kind of a, I don't know how groundbreaking it is, but it feels like it was an important movie in the history of movies. It's something people talk about a lot. Uh, so I, I give it one just for that. But I, it's not, it's not like a movie I'm gonna own or be like, I'm in the mood to watch Forrest Gump. You know, so. <laughs> Okay. I don't I don't feel like I can I feel like it deserves at least one, but I'm not gonna give it more than that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've got thoughts, Abigail. Zero fucks. Jeez. Zero fucks then, zero fucks now. Um wow. this is a to- bad this is a bad top five movies. It's bad. Yeah, let's just well, say what does that it say about America? You better do better. <laughs> hey, right? fine, fuck it. I'll just say it. I love Forrest Gump. It's one of my favorite Tom Hanks movies, and I did I, it was groundbreaking? I loved it as a kid. I had the VHS. I watched it as much as I watched Ghostbusters and Back to the Future. Haven't watched you it in a long time. Did not. Did you I, as yeah. much as you you watch Forrest Gump a it lot as much as you watch? So what was the when you wanted to start a Ghostbusters podcast? How how come you didn't just do Forrest Gump? What was <laughs> what kept you from doing a Forrest Gump the competition? There's, there's, there's so, a lot of they're so dude, similar. There's so many. Dude, you got Gump Cast, okay? You got Life is uh, Like a Box of Audio. You've got... Uh, uh, oh, you're doing this. I'm, I'm listing all the current Forrest Gump podcasts and YouTube channels. Oh, there's my favorite. Uh, uh, what, what's it called? Um, uh, uh, there's that one. I got that. <laughs> there's that one where it's just like, your mama sure does care about your education, son. Um, 
the podcast. Listen, I did love Forrest Gump. I loved it as, as a kid. Uh, my fa- it was one of my family movies. Family watched it all the time. So it was like, we're putting Forrest Gump on. I also loved war movies. So it has like the Vietnam part. And Abby <laughs> just like rolled her eyes at me. I don't know if like, you like the- Vietnam war movies. Okay, I love yeah. Vietnam. Man. I was force fed World War II. Hey, movies, so I'm if, like- hey listen. If yeah. somebody who's like legitimately a, a war film fan yeah. heard you say, yeah, I really like war movies. My ah! It's Forrest Gump. They yeah. would shoot you. Yeah, Forrest <laughs> Gump like, has got a real like representation. It like- spends 10 minutes in the war. <laughs> I also it's like three hours long. You watch Dunkirk. There's more time dedicated to Dr. Pepper in that movie than the <laughs> Vietnam War. Yeah, it's also, I think that's why as a kid, when I finally saw it, because there was so much surrounding the movie, it was like everybody was talking about it and doing impressions. When I finally saw it, I was like, this is like, this isn't real. Like, nobody could like do no all could this. Do all no one could do this. <laughs> no, not one man could do all of this. I don't believe it, yeah. And so for that reason, I, I guess. I, like, well, people don't understand. Kids now would even like, Back in like middle school and high school, people would just be like, anytime you're like running somewhere, running to your locker, yeah. somebody like run for us. It was a thing. Yeah. It's actually very insulting, but I like it and I do like Tom Hanks. I haven't watched it in a, in a quite a while, but um, also here's another thing. Mm-hmm. I was a huge Robert Zemeckis fan because I was obsessed with Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah. I was like, dude, Zemeckis brought the heat on <laughs> Gump, dude. <laughs> That's on what gum. I would say to on Gump, dude. <laughs> Dude, Zemeck is straight up. He went in there, dude. He was throwing fastballs, man. You did. You were like, oh, shit. Was that John F. Kennedy? Whoa, did they get a shrimp boat? This movie's all over the place. All right, let's move on. Last one. Number one, 260 million. Saw it in theaters. Did not care about it, but pretended I loved it because everybody else did. But I can totally say now, 50 years later, however long it's been, I don't care. Lion King, number one. Jake, I'll start with you. Where, where does this fit in in your uh, Disney pantheon? Um, in 1994, three fucks maybe. I was into it. I I, I thought all the music was good. I liked it. Um, good songs, yeah. 2023 zero. I don't know. Um, I, it, it's it's a fine movie. You know, I, I haven't watched. I have not watched Lion King in a in a long long time. But if I did have to like rank Disney musicals, it would probably be it'd probably be higher up, you know, probably be in the top five. So uh, I I don't think it's a bad movie. Also as an adult, I can, I can, um, you know, respect the fact that it's like a, a a retelling of Hamlet, which I think is cool. Um, so yeah, I I was, I was much higher on this movie in 1994, probably, probably three to zero one out of respect, but it's not, I'll never rewatch Lion King. I'm never going to want to put that on. I'm going to be a mighty king. Abigail. Yeah. Hey, Um, I'd go see the musical. I'd love to see the stage musical. I'd love to see. I've seen the stage musical. I saw it when I was, when I visited Ireland as a teenager. And I, I remember thinking it was pretty neat. Um, I put down, I would say childhood me gave this movie two fucks because I was obsessed with Jonathan Taylor Thomas and he was the voice of Simba. And it's like, I wasn't allowed to watch full house. So at least if I could go see the movie, I could hear his cute little voice or whatever. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I don't remember being on full house. <laughs> Did I say full house? Yeah. Again, oh my God. What's that show called home improvement? Yeah. I wasn't allowed to watch either of them, but hey, I watch them now. 
Uh, and the point of this is to say, like, yeah, the movie was like a cultural phenomenon. Um, and the songs are good. The songs are really good. They're they still are. good when you revisit them. Um, can you feel the love tonight? So oh, good. wait, you're right. The Circle song. of Life. I played that at a piano There's recital a like in 95. Sorry. Elton John. Uh, yeah, you're right. I actually do care about it. I probably care about it more than I thought I did mm -hmm. now that I'm thinking about it. Okay. Yeah. Well, there it is. There's the uh, fuck budget. Let me real Got quick, it. Before, we, um, before we end this, I want to highlight other great movies of 1994. Clerks, The Crow, Ace Ventura, The Mask, Dumb and Dumber, Interview with the Vampire, West wow. Craven's Hold Nightmare. On. What the fuck have we been doing? That would have been such a better lit. Like all of those movies are great. All right, so we'll we'll do it. This is what we'll do. Instead of doing top box office, we'll pick five great movies from the year. Yeah. For the next one, mm -hmm. maybe we'll do ninety four again. We'll do YHS we'll do selection. YHS is <laughs> summer blockbuster. This movie came out in November of ninety seven. Well, tonight it's August of ninety four. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that was fun. I think I think people enjoy it. Um, yeah. Sure. All right, so a lot of zeros. Covered a lot of ground. The Mask was number six, by the way. Interesting that The Mask made more than Ace Ventura and Dumb and Dumber. Um, those are the three. I'm glad those weren't on the list. Dumb and Dumber, 10 fucks. It's so Ace good. Ventura, 10 fucks. Mm -hmm. The Mask, nine fucks. Right. The Mask is, yeah. I think, a, I, I think Jim Carrey could pull off a sequel to The Mask in the way that I think Michael Keaton will be able to do Beetlejuice. Like, I think he could probably just get back into that. I hope so. Yeah. We'll see. Um, nice, yeah. Abigail, final thoughts on, we covered a lot of topics. Tonight. Yeah, we did. It felt good actually to like get a, a good jog of, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but we, we covered a lot of ground is what I'm saying. And um, I miss doing it. So this is fun. Even if the fuck budget sometimes doesn't turn up as much fruit for us. It's always fun to like plow <laughs> through it. Yeah, and take the strawberries to give a reference back to. Um, you just said plow through the fruit. <laughs> I, I like doing it. Okay, whatever. Uh, uh, I just think we should do like ten to fifteen more minutes on Ezra Miller. Yeah, okay. that would just really make this better. That would really, really be more the fun. At the end. Better than Ezra recasting the Flash, a oh. new documentary series from Yes Have Some. Too late. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, I know it's the tail end. We talked about it briefly. Actually, we didn't. We we let's just get this out in the open. We were in England last couple weeks ago, last week, we two weeks ago, two weeks, and um, I think most of the, we, you know, we people saw us in England. We were like, oh look, they're at a castle. Oh look, they're in, there's England, there's <laughs> London. Um, big clock. We, oh, look at that big clock. Um. And it was an awesome trip, and we can't wait to talk more about it mm -hmm. uh, down down the river, down the line. Mm -hmm. Sure. Once we plow through the fruit. Once we plow through the fruit. Um, plow through the fruit to get to but the I don't want you guys to, on the I other don't, side. Yeah, I don't yeah. want anyone to think that we're like, like, what's going on with those guys? Why aren't they talking? Like, they tell us every single thing that happens to them. Yeah. Well, some things we have to keep close to the heart and the chest, and then yeah. we'll yeah. Speak them at the proper time. I like that. Uh, Jacob Walsh, final thought from you? No. Okay. Well, then we should end the show. For Abigail Gardner, Jacob Walsh, my name is Craig Goldberg. Thank you for joining. Fuck. I got to learn how to talk. <laughs> I got to learn how to talk. 
Thank you for joining YHS Podcast. <laughs> Make sure that you are subscribing to the channel if you're watching this. Making sure uh, on your end that you are also hitting that like button, hitting your notification bell. And if you're hearing us on audio, like the old days, the old classic way of listening to podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your uh, feed, make sure you go ahead and leave us a five-star review and uh, spread the word. Tell a friend. We got a lot more coming. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye, y'all. Cut the fruit to get to <laughs> but the I don't want you guys to, on the I don't, other side. Yeah, I don't yeah. want anyone to think that we're like, like, what's going on with those guys? Why aren't they talking? Like, they tell us every single thing that happens to them. Yeah. Well, some things we have to keep close to the heart and the chest, and then yeah. we'll yeah. speak them at the proper time. I like that. Uh, Jacob Walsh, final thought from you? No. Okay. Well, then we should end the show. For Abigail Gardner, Jake Walsh, my name is Craig Goldberg. Thank you for joining. Fuck, I got to learn how to talk. <laughs> I got to learn how to talk. <laughs> Thank you for joining YHS Podcast. Make sure that you are subscribing to the channel if you're watching this. Making sure uh, on your end that you are also hitting that like button hitting your notification bell. And if you're hearing us on audio, like the old days, the old classic way of listening to podcasts, Spotify, Apple podcasts, wherever you get your uh, feed, make sure you go ahead and leave us a five-star review and uh, spread the word. Tell a friend. We got a lot more coming. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye y'all. <laughs>